0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Kelly hernandez Urquia, and I am a senior at the University of the District of Columbia studying political science. Welcome back to my third episode of my Black Feminism podcast. On today's episode, we will hear a part two conversation of Kelsey Aguilar and myself about sexuality and the role it plays in feminism. Part two interview with Kelsey Aguilar. Thank you, Kelsey, for being here with me today.
1: Thank you for having
0: me on such short notice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so my first question is, so in the first, in the chapter of Feminism is for Everybody, page 94, it says, I came to feminism before I had my first sexual experience, before I knew about women's rights before I knew about homosexuality. What is your interpretation
1: of this quote and the sequence of knowledge? So I feel like maybe speaking more personally, like growing up, I always was me first, what I want first. So like always advocating for what I wanted, for what I needed and for what was important for me in that moment. And I think that definitely plays a role in what feminism really is. And at a young age, you don't really, like, put together that that is you being a feminist. And, like, I think that just... You think, oh, you know, yeah, I'm just standing up for myself. Well, no, like, it does play a factor in, that, like, your own feminism. And then I think later on, when you begin to put those pieces together, at one point you begin to, like, see how every aspect of your life plays a role in your own feminism. And I that definitely is true with sexuality so like maybe not me personally but others like sexuality and understanding that and accepting it does come earlier in life so i like if you are trying to stand up for yourself you're like oh okay you know women's rights but then you're like oh wait lgbtq rights and then you're like okay these go together so i think it's just like putting experiences in life that happen And just connecting them all like into this one big bubble and being like well this is what this really is that's interesting and then what advice do you think you have for people who lack experience
0: for people who are not purposefully like ignorant but are ignorant in a way like people who just have no clue what's going on and how people who can't see i guess people who aren't able to see the connection between lgbtq rights and feminine been the feminist movement, I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think the, without being rude, um, but my first thing would be like, you know, let's just keep our mouths shut. And the second would be, if we have a question, ask it. Like, I know that I'm more than happy to ask, answer a question, regardless of who it is, is, especially if I can see that you are wanting to learn and it's not coming from an ignorant place. Um, but I think, like, the only thing... That can really help is to ask ask those questions and be willing to like listen and learn because you can still ask a question and then just be like, well, that's wrong. Well, no, not necessarily, you know. And so it's just, I think that would be like the number one thing. Supported,
0: supported, respected.
1: When in terms of sexuality or in general. In terms of sexuality. Well, I feel that's that's a great question actually. Um. I feel like it could both go both ways, so I think, yes, in the sense that like in movies and stuff, you always see like that gay best friend right mm-hmm. or like in my um co- like my community um I'm Mexican, so I always see like we do always have like that one gay best friend, but they're the only one that is accepted, and I've literally never encountered openly encountered like someone. Who was openly lesbian in my mexican community and never have i ever so i think so yes but then at the same time i think that they're also like heavily criticized whereas like a lesbian couple is um sexualized and they're kind of used for like they're romanticized and so and so but like a gay couple they're more of like oh well this is just wrong does that make sense yes it makes total sense
0: and I think that a lot of it has to do with the conservatism surrounding not just Mexican culture, but like Latinx culture in general. There's a lot of stigmatized topics, and that just happens to be one of them. But I really appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to have this discussion with me.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: I hope you enjoyed my episode on today's topic I wanted to add on to or answer kind of my own version of the last question that I asked, which was, do you believe that women, that men, I'm sorry, are more respected than women? And in my opinion, I think that women are more, or women are less supported than men, especially in my cultural and uh, Latinx background community whatever you wanna call it, because oftentimes men are raised way differently than women. And I thought that, well, I wanted Kelsey to talk about that aspect, but I also wanted to express my own opinion and thoughts on the matter because I definitely see some gender norms that are very different. And this came back to me because of the reading on sexuality because men's sexuality in the culture and women's are definitely seen very differently and perceived very differently men get a pat on the back and women get shamed um and again I think it's very cultural and uh you know there's feminine there's a feminist motion in the situation because you know there's a difference and there's a lack of information and knowledge so i hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next time